my name is Zoe, and this is the 23rd episode of Sawdust and Gin, a music podcast brought to you by a blog of the same name. Our 21st episode came out April of last year. The 22nd episode, we'll just say, is lost. I have no more details on that. Uh, so basically, I would understand if this is the first episode that you're tuning in. For longtime listeners, thank you for staying with me. I'm back because I kind of started to miss it. I listened to Laura Marling's podcast, Reversal of the Muse, at the end of last year, and she really inspired me to just get back into it. Her podcast was great. It's hosted on SoundCloud. You guys should totally check it out. Um, But it really kind of made me miss doing this, so I'm back with a vengeance. Anyway, this week I want to discuss two records and five artists that I've been recently enjoying. Cyrus Gengrass released an album called Fucking Up My Name, which is rich with guitars and a genuine earnest. Slumberland and Fortuna Pop also put out a 12-inch split with four contributors, Mercury Girls, The Spook School, Wild Honey, Tiger Cats. We'll listen to a taste of each, and then there will be a short mix at the end as well to immerse yourself in later. For now, thanks so much for listening. This is Sawdust and Gin. First up is Mercury Girls, a Philly-based five-piece bedroom pop band. They can rock pretty hard, but the vocals are generally soft, led by Sarah Schmenick. And this is something they've managed to perfect after only a few summers since the band's inception. Last May, they released a pretty glorious 7-inch record with two new standout tracks. I think it bodes well for what's to come from them. What you're hearing right now is from the split 12-inch called Holly. We'll hear more from them later, namely a live track, part of a series of demos they released back in 2015. The jangle pop is tuned, turned up super high in some of these demos, which is great for a time. I love their new stuff. I love that they are pinpointing their sound and genre. Stay tuned for the throwback in a few minutes. Up next is Cyrus Gengras. He used to make very meaningful guitar-driven ambient with his brother under the moniker Antique Brothers, and that lasted a while. I'm not sure if they broke up or anything. I'm sure they're brothers. I'm sure it will come back. Uh, But I'm new to Cy's whole game here, so... I haven't heard his 2007 solo record, but I do wonder if it has as much electricity as his new LP does. Fucking Up My Name is a 90s alt-rock record at its heart. The vocals bring to mind the nasal squeal of Save the Smashing Pumpkins, and it moves really quickly, as if you get to embrace each track quite fondly, intimately even, but you also can't stay for long because you know there's another amazing song ahead that you will also get to embrace very intimately, we'll say. And you know, I'm saying, it's really, some of these songs moved me. There's a mastery of instrumentation throughout this record that just puts me in awe. I can never get my mind off the omnipresent acoustic guitar, though. I'll play You Don't Know Why later, a track with a gorgeous guitar melody holding together the chorus. For now, we're hearing Quite Alright, which I think has one of the catchiest hooks of the year. It's life, I'm fine. It's quite alright, but you don't get to sleep at night Tiger Cats is a cute little band from London. They used used to use a cat illustration on all their artwork, though their newest LP, Mysteries, which came out in 2015, does not feature him. Uh, But either way, (laughs) the band name is enough to win my approval. When I hear it, when I think about it, I imagine this tiny little domesticated tiger, like a bright orange coat, but, you know, like, using a litter box. 
Anyway, <laughs> they are the least distorted of the artists on the Continental Drift split. They toned down the reverb on the vocals and guitar in favor of firmer, more central melodies, but a classy amount of reverb is still there on that uh, split LP. Listening to their older stuff, Tiger Cats have almost unraveled a bit since then to find their sound. The song you're hearing in the background right now is called Full Moon Reggae Party. It's extremely clean. The stanzas are exact, and the percussion is playful, but, you know, very structured. For tracks that contribute on Continental Drift, they have a bit more of a rougher edge, with more lackadaisical vocals, noisier guitars. They haven't toned down any of their signature sonic optimism, though. We've reached Wild Honey, one word, a name you may remember from the news a couple years ago when their music got pressed onto vinyl marked Born to Die by Lana Del Rey. Well, it's been some time since that, and they sound dreamier than ever. When they released their debut, they were on Deranged Records, a hardcore label with a heavy amount of just straight-up punk music. But despite how oppressively one guitar looms in a lot of their music, the vocals and like another guitar set it off with dreamy melodies and hooks. They firmly call themselves a pop band, arguing that even though yes, shoegaze influences their band, they don't actually make shoegaze. In an interview with Noisy, they mentioned having an affinity for psychedelia, which is related to shoegaze, yeah. But I agree that that is a better descriptor for them, like they are a psych band more than a shoegaze band. We're currently listening to Horror Movie from the Continental Drift Split, which I believe is the most recent thing that they've released. Uh, According to their Facebook, they played their last show for a while, uh, last week. So that could mean that they're headed to the studio and more music is headed our way. Finally, we have the Spook School, which was a derogatory term for these four artists in Scotland attending the Glasgow School. Their professional group group nickname was The Four, but people called them Spook School because there are quote-unquote distorted and conventionalized human form. I'm reading that from Wikipedia. Uh, Anyway, those four ended up adopting that nickname to sort of, I guess, take it back. So this band, The Spook School, is a high-octane queer DIY punk group. Their songs are short and spunky, just like influences the Ramones. I like the upbeat attitude and obviously the feminist messages. Their songs deal with subjects like gender fluidity and toxic masculinity, and guitarist Nye Todd identifies as trans. I actually saw a video on their website, thespookschool.com, where they got to meet and have a conversation with Laura Jane Grace. It was awesome. I highly recommend everybody watch it. It's exciting to watch Todd, you know, ask her questions and just discuss her role in his life as a trans musician himself. Uh, The song we're hearing right now is Gone Home. It's also from The Split. Up next is The Little Mix, and we are going to kick it off with The Spook School because I am not a barbarian. I organized the show specifically for this, okay? I'll recap the songs at the end and give you some parting words. Until then, this is Zoe at Sawdust Engine. Enjoy!
So is Cyrus. This is the song I promised earlier from Gangross, Don't Know Why, just a sliver of the brilliance of his fucking up my name LP. Before that, we heard Terry vs. Tori, a cute outfit from Spain with a track called Cool It. Prior to that, we heard a demo from Mercury Girls called Sulk. Honey Yuck came before that with a track called Strawberries, lifted from their Very Tiny Songs record. I was going to play a really old one from them, but decided the audio quality probably wouldn't have withstood the editing process of this podcast, and the songs are really short anyway, so, but check out their old stuff, it's really cute, it's adorable. And of course, the Spook School opens set with Gone Home. Thank you guys so much for listening. Visit and follow the blog on Tumblr, Facebook, Twitter, handle is always Sawdust and Gin. Keep rocking, and don't stop resisting. Mistake.